All right, guys, welcome back. This is Blake with the Weekend Recap. We got Quentin over here. What's going on? We got JJ on the controls, and, uh, man, it was a, another exciting weekend. So, uh, did you catch any of that Florida basketball game? I didn't. I Well, I was listening to it on the radio station here. Oh, good but, 102.1, yeah. the outlaw. <laughs> but, uh... Nah, just driving down the road, getting from one place to the next and all, but I didn't get to catch the whole game. Yeah. Man, my wife, she just had a couple procedures done to her back, so I had to run to the grocery store. And in the process, I'm listening to the game, and we got like 43 seconds left on the on the uh the clock and she's needing bandages you know we're, we're changing out the dressings and all this stuff so out of run in i was hoping to god i could catch you know the final seconds of the game and but when i get out man th- th- this is kind of what i warned a few people about on uh on facebook here upset alert <laughs> I mean, uh, i'm Look, I'm an SEC fan. I'm a Tennessee fan, so I, I love real good competitive basketball and football. But when Auburn goes down, that, that makes me feel just as good as about Florida going down as a Vols fan. So don't don't hate me, Florida fans. I, I loved what you did yesterday. So I mean, or this weekend. So on that end, you know, hats off to you guys. That, that was a huge win right there. Yeah. Well, what was the final score on that one? Sixty three, sixty two. I mean, this this one was back and forth, man. They went bucket for bucket on this one. It's uh, looks like in the first half, uh, Florida drops twenty two points on them. Auburn's twenty one. Second half, they both drop forty one apiece. I mean, I'm glad to see they waited till the second half to really turn it on, but they just now, could. The Vols are ranked top twenty five right now. Are, are they? Oh, I don't know about that anymore. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say because I don't believe the Gators are right now, them, man. It's been a very weird week. So. Earlier in the week, they took on Kentucky and they beat them. You know, number fourteen, Tennessee was ranked sixteenth at the point at that point. So I'm ecstatic. You know, I'm a Vols fan. And then they go into Arkansas and <laughs> they lose by ten. I mean, they didn't even score fifty points, man. Yeah. Uh, they they dropped the ball on that one, man. Arkansas got them fifty-eight to forty-eight. But uh, the embarrassing thing, their leading scorer had twelve points. I mean. <laughs> Uh, now <laughs> in college though oh it was certainly 12, low so, low scoring <laughs> i was gonna say <laughs> for sure 12 points you know that that sounds like an off night for your leading scorer but i mean you can if you have five guys that have 12 points apiece i mean you're putting up 40 50 points you average yeah. score in college basketball is usually only about 70 points or around that area they only had two people in double-digit scores. That's bad. <laughs> I was trying to help out, and then you just, you know, no, nope, nope, we're not having that today. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, that one, that game was a little spicy for me. I'm, I still got a little, little heartburn over that one. So, it's, uh, I, I didn't, I didn't enjoy that one. But, you know, back to that Florida game, man. It's, you just time and time again just heard these two names. Tyree Appleby and Jabari Smith. I mean, these guys were just dropping buckets, man. Uh, Jabari dropped 28 points on Florida. And here we got uh, Tyree. He, he dropped 26 points on them. I mean, they weren't necessarily playing defense on their ends, but uh, they, they certainly were contributing in the uh, the points category. So, I mean, that's 
that was some good quality basketball. But to be honest with you, there was only two people that seems to have played for, for Florida on that game. You got Colin Castleton here. He dropped, you know, 19 points, eight rebounds, had an assist. But uh, those are the only two people with <laughs> with any amount of points. I'm looking over here at the stat line. The next highest scorer they had was seven points. And then we got five points, three points, three points. I mean, these guys were just standing around, man. I mean, we got a guy that had 19 minutes with one rebound, no assist, no points. I mean, it's... Look, I, I don't like to pick on Florida fans here in Florida country. <laughs> but this is why this team is – I don't know who's doing their recruiting. I do. It's the guy <laughs> running the show. But uh, with it, man, it's you can't win games when people are just standing there just eating space. I mean, I don't think they brought you and gave you a scholarship just to you know pull off a screen for them. I, well, I mean – but James, it's a win. I'll James Harden win. has made a career in the NBA without playing defense in the past five years. So I mean, well, I know, but <laughs> he leaves a lot of people standing around the rim doing nothing too, don't he? <laughs> so it's it was a good game though, man. It's uh, like I said, I normally don't get excited for college basketball much, uh, you know, until like March Madness. That's that's when I really get excited. But this this game here with Auburn, that felt good, man. I'm not even a Gators fan. I just loved watching Auburn lose. <laughs> <laughs> so, sorry about that, Lieutenant. So. Oh, goodness. Wait, I got a whole bunch of family that's up there in Alabama, and mm-hmm. half of them are Alabama fans and half of them are Auburn fans. So when the football oh, season time comes around, I just turn off Facebook, all my notifications for like a solid week and a half, just so I don't got to hear all the... <laughs> shut up, shut up. <laughs> Roll Tide, War Eagle. <laughs> oh, my God. Look, Tennessee's a weird place to live, right? So we got the balls. Mm-hmm. The balls, they're a good team. But then you turn around and you have to deal with this, uh, uh, this period of suck we have gone through. <laughs> and you can't fans. catch a break up there because you got God. Memphis, you got Van, uh, Vanderbilt, yeah. you got Tennessee... Yeah, but I mean, these are, oh no. Why you got to tell me all my teams suck? <laughs> I thought you were trying to make me feel good here. Wait a second. Well, I mean, I mean I, I'm a Gators fan and a, and, a, uh, fired. Uh, and a Bulls fan over here in Tampa. And I mean, we don't have much to root for. I mean, but uh, with it, it's. Even a team I hate ain't even that good. And so I can't even. <laughs> We've had so many people just jump ship and just grow up not liking Tennessee just because how bad they've been. But, I mean, anytime we played the Gators or Alabama or, I mean, even Vanderbilt at times, everybody's like, hey, go Vandy. It's like, hey, right out your leg against you for, you know? But, I mean, nobody ever cheers for Vandy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, but it's, uh, we went through a, went through. <laughs> we, we're recovering, I believe. <laughs> this has been a 10-step program for sure. But, uh, man, it's just, there's so many bandwagon fans. So, anytime Alabama's playing or the Gators are playing, it, it's just, it can get violent, man. <laughs> you know, next week we'll we'll touch on it a little bit more and then give us something to for the people listening to the show to chime in on Facebook and kind of give us their thoughts on it. But uh, a team to look out for, Jackson State University. Ooh. Now, primetime Deion Sanders is yeah. their leading uh, – is he the coach and recruiter? I know he's recruiting oh, for him. I mean, all he's got to do he's... is just drop a video. You don't even have to show up in person. Yeah, <laughs> well, well, his son you. goes there. Yeah. And I th- I know he's recruiting for him, but they've got probably I want to say at least four players in the top twenty rankings 
in the nation yeah. on that team. There's been some people that decommitted or, you know, chose them over like Alabama and, you know, yeah. these, these top teams. So, yeah, and it's just the stuff, star power. It, it's the yeah. coach, you know, they're, they're yeah, well, going yeah. to play for an environment. I mean, but if you got the – Dion went in and he started winning. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the thing. It's not like he just went in running his mouth like Lane Kiffin does. Yeah. You know, this, this is this is Dion Sanders, and he actually went in, and he, this dude's been great at everything he's done. Yeah. I mean, look, football, but goat. Baseball, not being – you did a – you did good, <laughs> you know. Then, then you turn around here, head coach for a football team. I mean, yeah, you're not doing too bad there neither. Recruiting, I mean, you're killing saving right now. And I and I love what he's done. It wasn't like he went, and I know that's where he went to school at. He went to Jackson State University mm-hmm. and all that. But he, it wasn't like he was like, all right, I'm gonna go try my college coaching level and then go to like a big, yeah, uh, Power Five style. team, you know. He 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 went back to his stomping grounds that haven't hasn't done much since he left there, and and saying I can take on anybody. Yeah, <laughs> and and, he, and I'll make can, your man. players transfer over here yeah. if all else fails. And if you don't like it, uh, your players do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, and they're and they're going to be a team to watch out for. That's what a lot of people don't understand about this recruiting gig. You have to just. You got to be able to vibe with these kids, you know. If they don't like you, if you feel like one of these old heads that are just cracking whips instead of you know one of these dudes that get you, I mean, who are you going to go with? Well, the thing is, is now, and I've I've touched on it so much in the past couple of weeks, you know, just talking on and off about college football. Now that players can start getting paid for endorsement okay. deals and endorsement deals, yeah, and uh, it, it's going to come down to. The personality of the recruiter and who you are. Yeah. If you can sit there and say, "Hey," it used to be four or five years ago. Hey, you come to school here, we can get you a free meal card, free nice apartment by yourself, a car to drive around on, whatever you need. We we got you to make your college life better. Now they're like, "Listen, I've got connections with Nike. I've got connections with Adidas. Oh, I know. Man. I can get you a half a quarter million, half a million dollar deal." Your first year without yeah. you even touching the field, and of course these kids are going to jump on that. Once you sign that commitment letter, also continue that signature on, or press hard enough to get it onto that Nike contract yeah. for me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just so, put the papers next to each other, and I'll just continue it on. Tell you what, I might be five foot four, but we might have tried something back then. <laughs> <laughs> I, I might have been a Reebok kid, but <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. But, uh, God, speaking of Reebok, uh, my wife was telling me while we was out earlier that Walmart has got these test doors out across mm-hmm. the nation. And they're, they're completely changing up the look. They're calling, going with more of a Target-like vibe. But they have a Reebok center now. So, apparently, they're really starting to team up with some quality brand stuff. I mean, not to knock Walmart stuff, but, I mean, I, I, think, I think they actually have, made like... fun of wearing Walmart stuff growing <laughs> up, you know? I mean, at least I did. <laughs> well, you know, it, it's funny because, like... Uh, my my son he he's he's in junior high now. He's a teenager, and he's I want Jordans. I want a pair of Jordans for school. And all that. I'm like I'm getting you a pair of Shacks. <laughs> <laughs> but the story behind the Shacks brand oh, in a yeah. in a Walmart store. He's have you ever dude. heard of this story? Oh yeah, I, yeah. I, I love this story. The ahead, the though. fact was that Shaq wanted to go out and get his own brand of shoeing. And for the people that don't know about this at home, you know, just give you a little backstory. But he grew up in a poor family growing up, and he said, you know, why am I going to make kids spend 
hundreds of dollars on a pair of shoes that are made by me mm-hmm. when I couldn't afford them as a kid. And all. I want to make shoes that every kid can wear. So he actually came out with the Shaq brand, made them affordable, went through Walmart to where they have everyday low prices, mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. and uh, and made it to where you could have a quality basketball shoe at a affordable price. Yeah. You know, so that every kid could go out there and it might not. People might say, "Oh, it ain't Jordans." Well, yeah, but the, the quality wasn't lacking. No, yeah, <laughs> yeah, the put them on. There, <laughs> you know? And that, that, like you said, that's what made that whole story so great was how Shaq went out and made a quality shoe for mm-hmm. you know on a price that everybody could afford yeah you know and not, not to knock jordan i mean that's why jordan's a billionaire yeah. <laughs> but you know shack man it's uh he's a good dude it's, it's, oh yeah I, I, everything he's gotten into his movies i mean i don't know about sports casting yeah. <laughs> especially him and <laughs> he's Barkley funny together. he's a character man he is though but and, uh, and i like the way he, he he'll, he'll he said it in multiple interviews he's like walmart's my favorite place to shop yeah and then uh He's like, but every time I go in there, he goes, I, I make sure I put about a $5,000 budget aside and I I spend $5,000 on people just in the store. Yeah. and That's crazy. Hey, so, it, Shaq, you can come on down to Wachula yeah. for us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll probably just, be working. Just let but... me know when you're... Oh, nah, man. <laughs> I'll be on the bad end of that deal. <laughs> I'll have to restock everything after you buy it out. It <laughs> happened was. <laughs> but, yeah, no, he, he said it on multiple interviews. He's like, yeah, I, I'll go in there and I make sure that I pay for five, ten thousand $10,000 worth of stuff for people just because. He's like, I'm... I'm a wealthy person, but yeah, I'm a community person, See. and he and he's in the local area too, Orlando, yeah. I think, right? Yeah, that's where his home. That's where he started. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's where I he think got that's where his home's started, at. Man. But no, you, you great know guy. What? It, it, he, again, he's a great dude. But have you ever seen him on any of these celebrity roasts? I mean, it's I'll, I'll find these rabbit holes on Facebook, right? He and was on one. He he murdered Justin Bieber. <laughs> that one, that <laughs> one. Yeah, that so, was I the mean, one that he was this on. This dude's a savage. Yeah. <laughs> but when you're seven foot tall and can pick people up by their, their ankles, man, <laughs> you can say what you want. I don't think anybody's going to do anything about it, right? <laughs> the, the, the funny thing was is on one of those, it's like Shaq was a cop at one point oh, over in God. Orlando, and they're like, but he could never you know, arrest anybody because if they took off, they just had to slowly jog away from him and he would eventually trip over his own feet. <laughs> he's a big dude. Yeah, man. he's a big dude. Long strides, but he's isn't not the most nimble. Isn't his wife like five foot tall? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> it's so crazy. Goodness gracious. I mean, some people have midget fetishes. I get it. <laughs> but, and I, uh, it, back to the whole recruiting process and all uh I think that's where we're at now in college sports. And this is another reason that I really haven't watched college sports this year. Just because I think with kids being, and I say kids, I mean, they're younger than me, so not much younger. You know, (laughs) I I casually watch, you know, college basketball. Like I said, I normally don't care until March Madness comes around. Mm -hmm. But one thing I've noticed this year, you, you normally hear a big name all year long. Nobody's really stuck out this year. No. So, I mean, it is kind of segue into our, our, our next group in here. I mean, kind of makes me wonder what Orlando is doing up there. <laughs> you know, speaking of Shaq and suck for luck and then <laughs> draft picks and who they, are they? <laughs> they did have uh, somebody in the duck contest this year. Oh, that uh, uh, Cole 
Shows you how much I'm following them, man. I check in to see if they've won, and and they haven't since last week. <laughs> Cole Anthony, I believe, is who who's in a dunk contest for them. Oh God, I but uh, it, man, that, all I know is that team just needs a makeover. <laughs> sticking with the same motto of what what they're doing over there, I, I've only reviews I've seen for the dunk contest this year was how worse or how bad it was. Bad it was it one was. of the worst ones in years, <laughs> and I'm just like, oh goodness, uh, yeah. So. It, Orlando just seems to man. They they lost to Atlanta about thirty points, just about. Yeah, I mean, ugh. yeah. It's just one of those they, they just can't get it together. One, There's so many. They've got they're kind of like the Cleveland Browns of the NBA. Oh like they're gonna be bad for so many years that eventually, like all these they're really good get draft you excited picks for nothing. Yeah, well, all these good draft picks are gonna have to come around eventually. Oh, I mean, man. you can you got five starters. Eventually, you're gonna have to draft five good players and they're gonna be have decent at me at least make a playoff run. Look if they have I mean, they changed up their recruiting, their their scouting department at this point. So, I mean I, they have no clue what's going on. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's all I know. It's, I don't follow basketball enough, but just watching how just historically bad this team is, man. It's just, yeah. there's no way anybody in that building knows what they're doing when they're evaluating talent. Yeah. Well, it, that or I think I don't even think you could be this bad at scheme. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I think at this point they they just need a a clean slate. They just go ahead and fire everybody. <laughs> <laughs> just start new. This is starting to feel like a Trump campaign. <laughs> just have it here. <laughs> just just go and go and start brand new with. Go find you somebody that that can scout you out some decent players. Go find you a coach that's going to be able to put a team together with nothing. Yeah. Go find you some but players that's what that they are got, willing. man. A team of nothing right now. I and mean. that that's that's the thing is they they've got um uh I believe it's well they got Cole Anthony, which is like one of their leading yeah, so leading guys. They're only shining light, really, man. I mean, it's it's just going back game after game. It just wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you got Jalen Suggs put up nineteen points yeah. uh, against Atlanta. I mean, so. That's better than what most of the people for the Florida Gators did, and the good Lord, better than anybody for the Bulls did. That's so, I mean, <laughs> at least better than high school for college basketball, right? <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Sticking with the NBA theme and all, I've seen a report that uh, LeBron James did an interview, and he actually said that um, he's actually going to keep playing until his son, Bronny, is in the NBA. And that'll be his final year because he'll play at least one year with his son on the same team. Yeah, he don't care what he has to do to make it happen. That'll be fun to watch, but it's it's uh, might be. I don't know how much more LeBron's got. I mean, I say that, but Lord, he's putting up better numbers than he's has throughout his whole career right it, now. It won't matter. He can he can leave basketball right now and wait four or five years and play because uh, I don't, I don't know. Bronny's got to be what three okay. years away from the NBA. And I uh, find out for it because I think he's like a junior or a senior at, at uh, Oak Hill, which is the high school that he goes to. Yeah, he's seventeen right now, so he should at least be a senior. I would imagine. Yeah. You know, so junior, I mean, and senior. he'll probably play. I don't know if he'll play one season overseas and then come over here like the Ball brothers did, or if he'll play in college well, I mean, for two years like they're supposed to because they they've got like a two year college rule now. 
Am I the only one that feels like the Ball brothers are like the Kardashians of the, oh, they of the are. NBA? They <laughs> I mean, are. I feel that they at least some point one of them's going to be married to one or have a kid with one of these Kardashians. If it wasn't girls. for LaMelo, oh. then the, it would be like, <laughs> where are they at now of reality TV? <laughs> like, Wait, didn't I see them on the, what do they call them? The, uh, God, why, why can't I think of their name? They're the ones with the stupid hair with the... The Island Boys? Is oh, that what, what happened to them now? Yeah. Well, their dad made them so famous through, you uh, know, reality TV and hyping them up all around, getting on ESPN. All oh, my sons are going to be NBA Hall of Famers. And, and then we've seen one brother go in there. Nobody even knew the second brother went in there. And then LaMelo came in there, and he's actually per- doing pretty decent. So, I mean, one out of three shots, and one came through for you. Thank goodness, because <laughs> otherwise, there's going to be a lot of millions of dollars spent on this family that didn't come through for them. There's going to be some PO'd uh, networks. Uh, it's, well, at least the Kardashians came through. <laughs> <laughs> they come through every They, they time. certainly <laughs> delivered quite, quite a few kids. Yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, aren't they even coming to an end? Aren't they done with the Kardashians finally? Uh, I, honestly, I don't know. God, speaking of roasts and the Kardashians, I, the Kardashians. Well, at this point, I, I just I feel a little bit better about myself because the only thing I know about the Kardashians really is that the the Kim mm-hmm. Kardashian is dating Pete Davis, Who's and that? he he's a comedian, okay. and he's not the best looking person around and i'm just like Ooh, how if he can pockets. date a supermarket or if he can date a supermodel there's hope for me <laughs> wait a minute jennifer aniston give me a call anytime are you, are you dusting off your red slippers <laughs> i'm gonna tap my heels as much as i can <laughs> oh man we talked about shaquille O'Neal doing these roasts and this was part of the rabbit hole i was down with watching this <laughs> Bruce Jenner was on there, you know, mm. or Caitlyn Jenner, I guess at this point. But it had something to do with, uh, you know, Bruce was like any man with the Kardashians couldn't wait to leave, and, and <laughs> they pointed over at Caitlyn Jenner, which was oh man, I lost it. It was so funny. Oh goodness! But uh, dude, it's oh, that's I don't think it's ever worked out for anybody in their career after the Kardashians, man. No, no, no. Kind of like I don't know. It's like the it's reality like, groupie family that and the real housewives yeah. I swear, my <laughs> wife just saw the real housewives of lakeland when we went into walmart today <laughs> I, I swear to god this was like joan rivers meets a, a trailer park <laughs> this lady this lady was botoxed with a, a wife beater old man. oh goodness <laughs> only thing missing was a, a poodle in a bag dude she had the beehive hair and everything nice. i thought it was dude the 90s are back mullets big hair and it's, it's hey it i was sucks. up in lakeland back in october getting the kids uh halloween costumes and I've seen a dude up in the parking lot up there in one of y'all's uh, checkered overalls, the Ooh, orange and white. Yeah, yeah. Those are so obnoxious, though. <laughs> well, he like stuck him. out. Oh, yeah, you do, man. You definitely do. <laughs> Only thing I like about the checkerboard is the end zone. Yeah. I mean, that, that's very, well, I won't say unique anymore. Kentucky's doing it blue and white. But, uh, you know, I mean, that, that color pattern sticks out. Yeah. <laughs> well, but when you put them on overalls, I mean, you want to talk, I mean, might as well just squat your truck right then. <laughs> well, playing in the uh, Little League, I played up in Mulberry uh, for Little League football back in the day. And uh, we'd play at, uh, what is that, Bryant Stadium up there in Lakeland, the where the Dreadnoughts play. Oh, I have no idea. Um, I'm new here, but, bud. Yeah. <laughs> but their end zones, they, they have like a turf field, kind of. Yeah. But their end zones are 
like the Vols with the yellow and uh, or the orange and Ooh, white. Checkered blasphemy. It ain't yellow. But I always thought it was the coolest thing. I was like, oh, it's like playing in college. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that was it's... about the closest I ever got to college and next to. <laughs> God, look, man. <laughs> when it comes to sports, anyway. <laughs> we, we, we didn't have anybody short playing in the NFL when I was coming up in football. And my coach, he kept saying, oh, you'll hit a growth spurt, you'll hit a growth spurt. And I was good for my size, but then eventually my coach just stopped talking to me. <laughs> he didn't think he realized you I wasn't going to be the next Bud Webb? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> not at all. But, man, I could – the seventh grade, I was tall. I mean, I'm looking down on folks. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to play in the NBA or not the NBA, the NFL. And uh, eighth grade happened. And, and then ninth grade and tenth grade, and here I am at thirty six. <laughs> I don't think I've grown an inch since the seventh grade. <laughs> well, I kind of give you a, a, a picture of uh, my elementary years. You know, fifth grade I was probably about like five eight, wore, wore about a size ten shoe. My senior year, <laughs> I was five ten, wore a size eleven shoe. There wasn't much grow, much growing after that. <laughs> I was like, I was thinking, you know. Growing up in elementary, I was, like, playing Little League basketball and stuff, towering over kids, you know, yeah. uh, most of them anyway. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be good in junior high and high school. And then pff, yeah, I stopped eating so, my Wheaties, apparently, because that was it. So, long story short, thanks, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Genetics. <laughs> They're undefeated, man. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> they they could have prearranged mine not to include a buffet, you know? <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> But, oh, God, speaking of arranging, we're, we're up against the break. Yeah. So let's go ahead and give a shout-out to our sponsor, uh, Great American Florida Gun Show. Guys, uh, if you're looking to buy, sell, or trade, make sure you hop on their website, greatamericanfloridapromotions.com, and find a gun show near you. Looking for a fun weekend of buy, sell, trade, guns, knives, ammunition, and much more? Or maybe you're looking for a concealed carry class? Then go to GreatAmericanFloridaPromotions.com, where you'll find the Great American Florida Gun Show. Dates and location for 2022 are up now. Shows coming to Lakeland, Port St. Lucie, LaBelle, Haines City, and many more. Don't forget, it's GreatAmericanFloridaPromotions.com. Or call 772-577-9647 for more information on dates and locations. The United States Deputy Sheriff's Association is a national nonprofit and the largest non-governmental provider of services to law enforcement. The USDSA assists city, county, state, and federal agencies with free safety equipment donations and officer survival training along with cash donations to families of law enforcement officers who perish in the line of duty, college scholarships for the children of law enforcement, a citizen awareness program, and more. For more information on the USDSA and how you can help, visit usdeputy.org. All right, guys, welcome back. Again, big shout-out to Great American Florida Gun Show. Uh, again, guys, without you, we wouldn't be having the fun we're having here today. Yeah, definitely. And speaking about not having fun, your baseball fans are not having fun right now. Man, what a, like, I cannot deal with any more emotional roller coasters from my MLB team. Oh, man. Like, I'm so tired of last year, we were such a great team, got knocked out. Mm-hmm. 
And then oh, I was rooting know, for him too. I was like, oh, I need another boat break. I wasn't even saying <laughs> that on the uh, during the morning show we was doing I, here over the summer. I was already breaking out the avocado tequila. And oh, all that. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but you know, and then it was the whole talk about maybe this was the last year <clears throat> that the Tampa the Rays were going to be in Tampa yeah. or St. Pete um, full time. You know, they were going to try to split the yeah, season with Montreal. Montreal and all that. And I'm just like. Yeah, we we do good. We've always been that team that, you know, we raise our players up from the farm leagues and do really good at recruiting young players and bringing them up through the system. And we're starting to do that again where we're making playoff runs and then all of a sudden... Talking about leaving, man. Yeah, half of our season is going to be in oh, no. Canada. <laughs> it's a child support, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, do, do we get paid in this? <laughs> no, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, I'm just like, the split custody with the northern countries I, i'm not i'm not liking it too yeah. much and then we get to this year and i'm like all right march is here mm-hmm. are coming around the corner or february sorry it's here me like a fool sitting there going okay they haven't canceled the spring training games <laughs> send away yeah we're, we're good to go <laughs> I, I'm, I'm getting ready to save up paychecks to go to a spring training game or two and look on there and canceled yep February 25th through March 4th, all games are canceled in the MLB while the Players Association and MLB try to negotiate on new collective bargaining agreements. Yeah. So I remember the 90s. Now, I was young. I don't remember if it was a full shutdown, if we missed a lot of games that season, but they have not recovered since then, man. The the fanship just has not come back, and that is... Now, what what is it that they're, they're trying to... I'm not exactly sure on what they're trying to agree I on. I think it's a lot to do with the COVID stuff. Is it? There's a whole lot of uh, we don't want to have to continue the same process, and uh, there's a whole lot we need to follow these processes. And, yeah, there's just people well, are they had of a it, whole lot. Of, like St. Louis, the Cardinals, they missed like half their season last year. Yeah. Because, you know, Outbreaks. the whole COVID stuff. Yeah. And they, it at some point you've got to be able to manage. I mean, we've had a whole NBA season. Mm-hmm. We've had a whole football season. Mm-hmm. At what point does... We've had a full two years in Florida. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, apparently, <laughs> apparently the Florida-Georgia border like stops <laughs> stops all the outbreak. Oh, but, well, you know, once they get to the Florida-Georgia line, I would stop coming too. I'd be talking, I, no, I, I don't want to go back They stay where the cold concerts. weather's at. <laughs> <laughs> you know, once, once they hear, maybe you a song. <laughs> oh, no. I oh, see goodness. a whole lot of Chevy squatted. Oh, goodness. <laughs> what in the yee-yee's going on here? <laughs> but, I mean, I just, I, there's got to be a way to tame this. Like, goodness gracious. It, mm. we, we've we got so much going on right now. Like, it, and it I was, just want some baseball, man. And we were just talking about it. I was just talking about it with a friend yesterday because he pulled up a little picture on Facebook and said, uh, you know, they every year at the Super Bowl they show the uh, seats, how many it's sold out and how many seats are sold out and all. It's like over 70,000 people at yeah. the Super Bowl in one building. No mask required. Mm. And I mean, uh, COVID's not a football fan. Yeah, well, the thing is, is like, if they can put on this performance and bring 50-year-old artists in there to <laughs> sing halftime shows and go along with it, like, oh, uh, but... um. Why? Why can't we have a baseball season? Like it, it just—it's crazy to me that they're going through all this trouble still to make sure that they've got all these new protocols when 
every other sport's doing just fine. I don't yeah. know why it's still a big talk. Well, I, I think it just makes them look better because I can't fill up the stands. Well, <laughs> we're gonna yeah. we're gonna limit sitting. No, your your fan base did that for you. <laughs> you know they'd sell out every game if they just played where the spring training games were. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> kept it kept it in Arizona. <laughs> and it Florida. feels like a Vanderbilt game. Man. Oh, <laughs> the Yankees are in town. Let's go see them. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> and that, I feel like that's where we're we're about at with it. And you know, that's probably the next step is just because you know they have the Cactus League and they have the Grapefruit League when it comes to spring training. Let's see. I've flirted around with this whole Tampa Bay leaving thing. You know, the whole Montreal thing got real close, <laughs> apparently. But one place that they had mentioned at one point was Nashville. You mm. know, we got a lot of listeners up there. And I've reached out a few times talking to a couple of sports shows and talking to them about, hey, you know, what what's the feel for having Tampa make their way out there to you guys? And I know Nashville's been dying to have a baseball team for a long time at this point. But... I thought it was a real a reality. You know, this was something that could possibly happen until I started hearing news about them wanting to rebuild a new football field, yeah, possibly a dome, so they can bring the Super Bowl to Nashville. I know they're not going to fund two stadiums being built, so I think that boat has sailed. I, honestly, I don't really know because Nashville is really becoming a hot market for is, sports. Man. I mean, Look, you're... You it, just had, have you not, got racing there now. Oh, I know. And they're they're talking about you know Bring they're talking it back about to the fairgrounds too. Well, renovating the fairgrounds, mm-hmm. not just bringing it back because they've got racing there at the fairgrounds already yeah. on dirt with the truck series that comes there. Yeah. Now they're talking about making pavement all around there and yeah. turning it back into. And then on top of that, they already have Nashville Speedway over there. Yeah, out there in Lebanon. Yeah. Yeah. So man, I, mean, I remember watching them build that thing, man. Yeah, right. and that's that's a relatively new track. I'm talking like '09. I want to say was when. I mean, JJ might know a little bit. No, I think it's older than that. Is it? Because I was still living in Lebanon, and I was 14 when I moved out that way. Oh, okay. So it was uh, it was before then. Oh, <laughs> I mean, we're we're talking say, 90s. It, <laughs> yeah, I, I know it, it ain't been. It's one of the newer tracks. Oh on, yeah, definitely on one the of the newer ones. And I was surprised they didn't utilize it as much as they have. Yeah, well, I, it's just it's one of those tracks that. It's you know, huge. It, yeah, it's very wide and, and it makes for low action. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're we're trying to compact these tracks nowadays. So oh, God. I'm wanting shorter tracks. That's why more. I love Bristol, and that's yeah. why I would love to see the Nashville Fairgrounds get back into NASCAR. Man, it's just these small tracks are kind of like Daytona was. You know, ooh, yeah. that Xfinity series. I mean. I don't know about you, but somebody needs to look into like a Loctite sponsorship for that car. <laughs> the way that engine and transmission and and the axle came flying out of it, I mean, ooh, buddy. Well, they, the the way those cars are set up now, uh, they they're called what they call a break breakaway break apart cars, breakaway cars in NASCAR now. Oh, I don't and know, but a they three part break, break apart. Yeah, and that's what it is. It's, it's, it's supposed to. Yeah, it's supposed to keep the center of the car stronger where the driver's at and protect them where everything else around you completely gone. <laughs> and which sounds like... Seems legit. A, yeah, yeah. It, it sounds crazy in, in a <laughs> sense of like, Nothing you know... Nothing like a cyclone of sheet metal and frame parts. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing is everybody keeps saying, you know, you, you got the, the people on the internet, you know, somebody's going to wind up getting hurt real bad soon enough. I'm like, honestly, no, because back in the... Oh, 80s and 90s you had uh back when they didn't have safer barriers and stuff like that when they were racing at bristol they used to have a, a the pity uh the opening on the outside of the fence and it was just pretty much 
the a swinging door on a tire. And there is a iconic moment. I, I believe it was Daryl Waltrip. He hit that opening, and it literally sheared the car in half. And like oh, his fire. body was exposed to oncoming cars. And this was back when they would still race to the caution flag. Yeah. And I believe he got hit again after he hit that wall, and uh, with the with his body exposed to any oncoming car, and he wound up surviving it. But that's what they were have tried to eliminate over the years was trying to make that middle section stronger yeah. with everything else probably being a little less stronger, I guess yeah. you could say. But to absorb the impact. Yeah. To, to take away a lot of that violence and energy. <laughs> so. And they, they've done it with the, the safer barrier or the, uh, the foam insulation on the mm-hmm. inside of the cars and all the – so like there's the sheet no metal and – Dale Earnhardt type. Yeah. Well, that was the Hans device. That was the, yeah. the big thing with that. That's – as soon as they – as soon as all that happened, they came out with a Hans device because of the, the whole neck brace incident or bracing the neck area when it comes to NASCAR because that was a huge part of NASCAR that was should have been looked at way before, I think. And Yeah, I mean – They had talked Lord, about it for years before. That almost killed their industry. Well, yeah. Once Earnhardt died, man, it's racing just died with it. Oh, yeah. And a lot of people, they were heartbroken. They, they, they walked away from it. Yeah. And, I mean, it's – and the same thing with like uh, NBA with Kobe and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, you 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 don't mind losing legend uh, legends to sports. You just don't want to lose them while they're playing the sport. Oh God, I know. there's a there's a huge difference in losing somebody five years after they yeah. retired, twenty years after they retired, and then losing somebody mid season. Yeah, or at the beginning of the season. In their prime. In yeah. case. Yeah. So I mean, that that I think that's that's where the difference lies. And now if Unhart would have retired and then something would have happened to him five, ten years down the road, then everybody would have been like, oh, well, you know, they had been saddened by it. But it wouldn't have put a downer on NASCAR the way it did. And, but, I mean, it, as much as people would like to think that was a downfall to NASCAR, people are still adamant about wanting to see short track racing where it's yeah. bumper to bumper that aggression style racing and i hate to say it man I, and i'm glad he walked away from this wreck just fine but that was exciting it's too soon i get but man it, that's i hate to say it i'm here for the wreck i don't ever want to see him that kind of violent but you know it, a good little scoffle people spinning out yeah that gets my heart going you yeah. know but man it's uh just to see him get out of that car I mean, he had the curtain, the uh, the net down, waving like, "Yeah, hey, I'm good. Don't don't freak out." <laughs> uh, well, whew, I bet his underwear was freaking out. <laughs> oh no, full sand. <laughs> or at least that would have been. <laughs> Somebody said the back of his race suit was browner when he came out of the car. <laughs> Mine would have been too. <laughs> you know, hey, there's brown stuff flying all over the infield. <laughs> oh and, my god! And I, I hey, I'll tell you what, it. Brian P is better duck. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the part about it was uh, Denny Hamlin and Michael Jordan, their new owners. Yeah, a, that's so weird team. to hear Michael Jordan. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> oh, Pitbull, Ice Cube. Well, yeah, uh, all these guys are getting into NASCAR now. But um, it's become a where are they now campaign. What yeah. is going on? <laughs> Rolling but, uh, billboards, man. <laughs> <laughs> all the artists from uh, my or what it was it. Uh, this is my music now or whatever the <laughs> like all them artists that was on that number nine track way back in the day are now on NASCAR owners uh but no they they were looking at the their you are uh their trailer their rv trailer 
No, because a part of the wreck had like flew into the grill. There, it's going around the internet. It's oh, wow. funny. I, I want to say it was like part of the part of the engine or something like that flew off yeah. and went in there. That's crazy. But another another thing to catch fence. Oh, did its job on a back stretch. I mean, it it caught him like a baseball mitt and made him stop midair. <laughs> it tore up the car now. <laughs> but I mean, it, that thing again, was a cheese grater. <laughs> yeah, again, it did its job. It it, it kept him. It kept him on the track. It put him back down on the ground. It, it kept him from causing even more of a mess, you know, with yeah. slinging it back what. out towards the cars and stuff like that. So, I mean. These new cars are looking a lot more like that, uh, the new cars movie with the uh, Lightning McQueen, the, <laughs> the one that kind of finally took him out. <laughs> I, I, I kind of like this new body style. Yeah. Well, the, the next gen bodies of the Gen 6, I believe, is what it is. Um, they're. they're we were talking about that among some friends the other day too. It, they're a lot tougher. Yeah. They, you know, watching the duels uh, for Daytona and stuff like that. You know, seeing them hit the wall and bounce off of it, and it barely looks like the cars moved any. Like the it, yeah. nothing's barely been up on it. It's a lot tougher car, which was even more. And, and they're still using the older cars in the Xfinity series, but I know. Uh, Sunday that um, Harrison Burton he flipped his car yeah and he, apparently I think he landed back on all yeah. four wheels and then he tried to drive it off yeah <laughs> and the mechanics of it didn't work too well but no, everything tell you else, what, if you would have been able to fire that up you'd have seen everybody standing in line at that dealership <laughs> and look, I, I didn't get to see the because I was out eating with the kids and all whenever we were watching it and then uh, but um somebody's tire came off yeah that's, I was about to say this one lug system. I was wondering how this was going to work out. Well, that that was my thought, <laughs> and I and they had the volume off in in the restaurant and all. And uh, but I was watching it, and I'm like, I'm thinking to myself, somebody had one job. <laughs> Make sure one lug nut got turned. I tell you what, you better start looking for the now hiring sign. There's going to be a lot of bad crew chiefs here. <laughs> Which, I mean, it was on They better Kaz, get some Loctite, too. <laughs> yeah. It was on Kaz Grawless car, but and that's a lower-budget team. But, I mean, Dang, one job. not like that. <laughs> one job. One one thing you got to make sure is on there tight enough and your wheel comes off. Like, that was no, what they're trying to avoid. Yep. And it, it went a good way. And I'm not, and there might be something wrong. They might have like cracked a rim or something. Like yeah. you know, there might have been other issues to it. You see the size of those brake rotors, man. Oh, Much man. bigger brakes. Yeah, you're having some serious speeding issues coming yeah. into pit lane. These guys are waiting until the last second to lock these things up, yep. and it, it's it's been a couple now. Yeah. So it's uh, ooh, 18 inch rims. I mean, it's it, when he was when that tire came off, he was granted the brakes were locked up. But he could have easily been rolling on that rotor just fine. It was not dragging the bottom of this car. I was like, my God, this thing is. I remember Raiden from what was it, Tekken or Street Fighter? <laughs> it looked like his hat on that thing. Dude. I was like, my goodness. <laughs> I, was, I was waiting for, are you? <laughs> you know? hey, get this man oh, in the pit lane. <laughs> God, man, speaking of pit lane, the uh, watching the start of that race, you. Uh, this might have been a strategy thing. You've had all off season to talk to your friends, but uh, they kind of boxed in everybody. That 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 roll of Toyotas before the first series of pitting began, they boxed out everybody. They had like nine people just stacked up on that inside lane, saying, "No, oh, we're just we're riding here." Yeah. <laughs> and then Chevy did it during the second stage of the race. So I mean, it's 
I, those cars are sexy, man. Yeah. I, I'd like to have one. So, I mean, if you're listening, I, I'm a size NASCAR. <laughs> I'm a size NASCAR. <laughs> Cup Series. <laughs> you, you know, you gonna, I know you're saying a little bit of back problems and stuff like that that you got from time to time. Oh, yeah, you're going to be able to get in that No, you got to get me one with the door. <laughs> look, look, I'm over to make fat jokes over here. <laughs> I was like, getting in and out of that window, it's a tight squeeze, man. Look, it's... Uh, I, I teach automotive on the side, right? <laughs> that, that's my day job. With it, uh, I was telling my boss, I was like, you know, the only thing I haven't done is sell cars and, and, and race them, and I, partly because I can't fit through the window no more. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, I think that's the line that got me the job, to be honest with you. <laughs> but... <laughs> Yeah. With it, man, it's uh, that'd be a fun job to do. I mean, it, it, you've raced before, right? Or you do race? How does this work? I, I'm a huge race fanatic. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm at a track just about every weekend. Uh, I've never actually raced a car. I have been in a NASCAR on in date or on Daytona, uh, Daytona. I did a NASCAR experience over there, and I think he said we reached we topped out somewhere between 165 to 175. Oh wow. That was exhilarating yeah. for me. I mean, I've only gone as fast as my governor would let me do. Yeah, <laughs> same here. About one ten, I was like, bah, 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 bah. I thought I broke it. <laughs> well, I did go. That's about what my heart did too. <laughs> dum, 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 dum. <laughs> Back in the day, uh, my dad's friend over in the Lake Wells area, he had a souped-up Supra, I believe, no. and we did go about one thirty on one of the back roads out there, and that was pretty fun. I mean, as a kid, I was ecstatic for that but as an adult i was even more ecstatic when i got on the high banks of daytona and was going oh, in a nas yeah. i was in a full body nascar stock car yeah out there and we were just flying it and you know looking at these the the wrecks that we've had this past weekend you know yeah. there in daytona but um I, I told him i was like you know being a nascar fan i know where the speed's at it's at the very top of the corner on these high banks because that's yeah. where you can carry off speed yeah. off the corners. down out of the corner. Yeah. And so he, I was like, why Why can't we go up to the top? And he's like, well, they stopped letting us do that because, you know, they didn't want people, like, you're so close to the wall, they didn't want us to, like, lose it a little bit and hit the wall or something with, you know, avoid it. Yeah. <laughs> Morgan like, and Morgan's wine. <laughs> and, and then he, I, I'm, I'm kind of looking at him and he's like, so you understand. I was like, are we thinking the same thing here? He's like, yeah. And I was like, wouldn't it be a lot less impact to hit it from a foot off that wall than to be at the bottom of the track? Catching full momentum. <laughs> yeah, and getting jackknifed into the wall. And he's like, yeah. He's like, if your front tire blows and you're a foot and a half off the wall, you're going to smack the wall. It might shatter or like rattle you a little bit. But he's like, you pop a right front at the bottom of the track and hit that? And he's like, that's going to hurt you a little bit more. Yeah. And I was like, that was my thought and as a as a person that like is putting my life in their hands <laughs> i'd want to be closer to the wall yeah yeah i mean and, i get it yeah so <laughs> it was just one of those things that he's like yeah well i have to have to talk to nascar about that and i'm like oh there's a lot more that i'd like to talk to nascar about but <laughs> wait does he have his number <laughs> wait, i like the way this I got a whole going. list <laughs> i don't know who's got his number oh brian pease man they, hey, they, there you go they had some fun out there this what weekend a, didn't what they? a great job with him God. covering daytona oh. and what a great job by 102.1 to bring you everything speed weeks oh i know because we have a local driver that's yeah. from here in wanchula and one that's from just south of us down here in ross chastain and bj mcleod is the one that's from here in Wachilla, but i mean what a great job 102.1 has done over the past i think this is 
four or five years now that they've been up there on Media Row. Known these guys, uh, that's all they've done. And they've been on Media Row, and you're talking about. I I went to Daytona with 102.1. Yeah. uh, For two years, and you know when we first got in there, it was we we really had to go through a whole lot of credentials because you know we were trying to beat out like the sister stations to like NBC and yeah. like Fox and you know all these other stations and radio stations that are got a much bigger budget than we did at the yeah. time you know and uh so it was cool to be able to get our foot in the door and now to see them 5 years down the road they've got plaques for us there now that yeah, I know that's pretty cool we're, right? we're, we're we're stapled in there now so every year we've got a we've got a seat at their table yeah <laughs> so it's pretty neat to see how far the radio station has come over the past 5 years as a whole yeah. and and then as a nascar fan to be able to be a part of all that no i'm just like that is awesome i'll tell you what this fan base out here loves it I yeah mean, this is just a racing community from here oh, to yeah. sebring to orlando i mean it this is racing culture 101 well florida in general yeah yeah i mean you can pretty much just you know throw a dart at a map of florida and hit a racetrack somewhere out out of here i mean well you got music city up there in nashville yeah but i mean it did and the reason they call it music city versus country music city is because there's just so many different recording studios out there that don't quite get the notoriety that your country music stations do you want to be an actor go to la you want to be a singer go to nashville exactly but with it uh, here in florida man it's like you said through a dark you got people that are into drifting you got tuners you you mm-hmm. got your late mods you got your dirt tracks i mean you got nascar yeah. <laughs> I mean, so it's 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 a great great racing community here yeah and, and and i've always been a part of it growing up and also <clears throat> especially living here in florida you know i've been to multiple daytona races i've been uh, as a media personnel yeah. there daytona media row, man. yeah that was pretty neat and you know i've got to see all these other short tracks all around and meet tons of cool people through the radio station and through the other sports uh connections that i've had through the racing community and all that but it it runs deep through florida yeah. and if you look at the history of it it all started right there in daytona so i mean yeah. it makes sense going up there if you ever take a vacation oh, man. And go up to daytona you walk through like any of the, like little strip malls down there and they have like showing you where they used to race at and how this road you're driving on used to be part of the old daytona race when half of it was pavement and half of it was beach <laughs> beachfront <laughs> see i've got an old 81 cj5 i'm trying to restore had the the motors locked on it so i'm about to get this thing stripped down here pretty soon and start going over it but uh, man i i can't wait uh this thing i'm gonna stroke it out we're, we're gonna hit daytona with it. it it's just gonna be up there loping on that side just blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and i i can't wait to get it up there yeah. <laughs> so i mean it's daytona it's just if you got a car, anything classic, anything you want to be seen in, I mean, that's that's where you want to go, man. It's, I don't know what the, the car show scene is out there, but it should oh, be Oh, they've just got ridiculous. a whole week that's, yeah. to, that's dedicated to Daytona Jeeps. Daytona Bike Week. They, yeah, week, Bike Weeks, but in April, because that's when I was up there, was around the April time around my birthday and all. They had what they call a Jeep Week. Yeah. And it was like everywhere you turn, it was like either... You know, a twenty thousand dollar Jeep or a hundred thousand dollar Jeep. <laughs> it, it, it's insane what yeah. these Jeeps go for. Uh, look, my my CJ, it's got a little bit of body rust to it, but the tub is just immaculate. This yeah. thing is held together. Good. It's been under a cover most of its life, 
My dad, t- my dad bought it off the top of the truck. They hadn't even backed this thing off at the dealership when he bought this thing. And the the motor on it's only got thirty thousand miles. I mean, the body it, it, it's seen some it's seen some roads, but uh, and that's that's what broke my heart. This thing's locked up with thirty thousand miles on this yeah. motor. But with it, uh, dude, I've had people offer me fourteen grand for it the way it sits. I was like, ooh, my dad would shoot me. Not today, <laughs> Satan. <laughs> so, pops, if you if you're listening, I, I've had offers, and it, it still belongs to me, man. I ain't sold it. We about to start working on it. <laughs> you were like this close to getting ooh, written off the Christmas it, it, list. Like that's all my mind's let me go. That was ooh. I started sweating. Yeah. I needed to go put some deodorant on after that one. <laughs> having having a, a a restorable iconic vehicle is almost like having a house right now in Florida. Oh, like no. it's so dang expensive that people I are just it throwing. The right time. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the interest rate sucked, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it was cheap, man. And we've been able to refinance. Oh Lord, the economics here we go. But uh, we cut the rates when they were low, so yeah. it's. Uh, it worked out pretty good, you know, the, the first time buyer, and it's, uh, yeah, I think I played the, the market pretty good there. <laughs> I was a first time buyer. I held on to my house for like five years. Yeah. Sold it. I was like, all right, we're good. Two years later, we're at the housing market now, and it was it's worth about triple the amount of money than what I sold it for. <laughs> all those people that got out of Bitcoin or just like, oh, this thing's junk. <laughs> what do you mean you're a millionaire? <laughs> yeah, you invested ten bucks. I know. Oh, <laughs> <goodness. Stupid. laughs> so, oh good. If anybody's got any great ideas that I think's terrible, please make me do them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if you and, and if you ever hear me pick a team to win a Super Bowl or a playoff game. Let's go ahead, put money on the other team. That <laughs> <laughs> was O for O, <laughs> and then that selection round, man. So, uh, oh, but, hey, good times, right? Yeah, man. Speaking of you know ups and downs, we, we got hockey, and this is about the time of year where I start to to really start to peak interest in this stuff. It's getting towards the end of the year season. I started poking my head in on the Memphis Grizzlies about a month ago, month and a half ago, seeing how they're doing. You know, top of the Central Division. I was like, yeah, that's where they belong. Not, not Memphis Grizzlies, Lord, the Natural Predators. Yeah, I was about to say that. You, you back on the NBA? <laughs> yeah, all right. Don't, don't take a trip through Memphis. You're going to be on the first 48, man. <laughs> Let's get out of Memphis real quick. Let's head back to Nashville. But the Preds, man, they're on top of the Central Division. And sitting there looking at the Florida Panthers, you know, they're sitting number one. The Tampa Bay Lightning are sitting number two in their division. I was like, man, our markets are looking pretty good, right? Yeah. Well, Nashville, I don't know what your deal is. <laughs> but, dude, they, they just can't stop losing right now. It's just loss after loss. You know, they, they, their goalie has given up so many points. I mean, defense also, but, man, his last name's Soros, right? And that's all they're feeling up there in Nashville <laughs> right now is a whole lot of sorrow. <laughs> you know, it, it's been rough sledding, dude. Well, the thing is I, I've you see it a lot in – a lot of different sports, you know, that have the, the all-star break right in the middle of their season. Mm-hmm. You know, you have the all-star slump is what I like to call it because, you know, a lot of a lot of players that really show out and make the all-star team, you know, when they come back from the break, they don't really show out like they were before. And, you know, and it takes them a few games to get back into it. But um, but like you said, you know, it it's one of those that it's just, it's just going to have to turn back around for them. 
they're going to have to get out of that that one week slump of you know showing off and being on the red carpet type deal and go back to being you know the look half half of teeth. I don't even think they're <laughs> yeah, half teeth yeah <laughs> look I don't even think they're even on the red carpet anymore this thing's a slip and slide dude uh, they've won one of their last six games I mean <laughs> I can't feel good about this right now you know I'm not seeing catfish being launched out I'm not seeing any Titans offensive lineman chugging beer out of dead fish in the stands it, it's, they're not having fun in Nashville right now that's uh that's one of those things you know it's a uh, a bad bad time period whenever you ain't getting no more seafood thrown out on the ice know, mid game. Right? <laughs> but man, it's a- But they're still sitting, you know, fourth in their division. They're only sixteen points back behind uh the top seeded Avalanche right now with the blues in the wild right behind them. God, speaking it's of the a- wild. Yeah. They got the brakes beat off of them by the freaking Panthers, dude. Oh, oh my god, well. Florida just mu- I mean, like like I posted on Facebook. They they walked the gato on them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's a, uh, they put it to them, man. It's that I don't know if these guys had catnip in, in their steins or what it was, but they went out and they just This is going to be the year that if you haven't been a hockey fan, watch the playoffs this year. Oh god. If you're this is even going in Florida, be... man. Florida's yeah. teams are hot right now. And well, that, that's weird to say about a team involving ice, you know? <laughs> between the, the Panthers and the Lightning, you know, this is going to be a huge rivalry coming because, mm-hmm. you know, the Panthers are – this. they've been gradually getting better over the last I mean, four or five years. It's like and, they've been leapfrogging each other this season, too. Yeah. You know, one will be holding the number one spot in the division, and then, then the puck drops for the other team, and they leapfrog back over top of them, man. It's it's tight. <laughs> and, then, and then on the other side – Two-time but, defending – Stanley Cup champ? Yeah. Oh, man. Back to back. Back to back. I mean, three-time defending, I should say, but yeah. back to back. <laughs> and then then you look on the Western side, and you got the Avalanche, the Blues, the Wilds, the Predators, the Stars, you know, oh, no. these teams the that— The Predators are seeing stars, man, and they're, <laughs> they're going to see stars on the 22nd if they can't get their act together. The well, Panthers, man, they're going to—that's their next team. I mean, they, they took care of business again against the Blackhawks last night, so, I mean, it's— they, I don't think they've scored less than four points the entire month of February. <laughs> you know they're dropping some. They're they're putting a lot of pucks in the net, man. <laughs> and then you got the Golden Knights over there in Las Vegas. They were a Cinderella story when they first came into the league because they got everybody's good players. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like the fat kid that showed up to football <laughs> camp. Hey, let's give them all the good guys. That <laughs> <It> sucks. <laughs> but I mean, they're then they didn't do so well last year. And then now back this year, they're sitting second in their conference. So, oh, Speaking of sitting, we're sitting up against the clock, man. Man, I know. Uh, the, the, I'm going to keep peripherals on we this We went thing. from 30 minutes to an hour. We're going to have to wind up going two Ooh. hours before too much longer. We're going to have to talk to JJ about this. So, and, so speaking of talking to, let's talk to some sponsors out there, man. If you guys want us to stretch this thing out and you want us to help you out just go ahead and give us a call here at the station it's uh let, let's go ahead yeah <laughs> well we'll make sure we put the lock tight on these <laughs> we ain't going apart in this one but uh with it uh guys it's been great again it's i uh, look forward to next week there's a lot going on we got basketball we got football we don't have baseball <laughs> so and nascar nascar right uh, the, the crashes are back man and they've been we'll glorious talk agency and nfl next week too because yeah. there's a lot of talk starting about to that. wind up for it man so but with that, guys, again, we got to get out of here. Give a big shout-out to our sponsors, Great America Florida Promotions. And until next week, Outlaws, stay classy. Take care.